0: Shalom. Welcome to the cloud with Apostle Michael Haney, the presbyter of Malik Fortress, a religious organization. In today's podcast, we are looking at what I have dubbed Why have you limited the Holy Spirit? Why have you limited the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the life of eternity, the proof that Jesus left behind is the holy spirit that holy spirit is our proof for Jesus was the tangible proof of eternal life but the holy spirit is the intangible proof that Jesus has given to us eternal life it is the proof that Jesus has given to us eternal life so the holy spirit is the proof that Jesus has given to us eternal life the Bible says in John chapter 7 37 to 39 in the last day that great day of the first Jesus stood and cried saying if any man first let him come unto me and drink he that believes on me as the scripture has said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water but this he spoke he of the spirit which they that believe on him shall receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is an intangible proof that Jesus has given us eternal life. The church will never see the glory of God as they continue to limit the Holy Spirit. We are the glory of God. When we limit the the Holy Spirit, where is our glory? But if you uplift the Holy Spirit, then you will see his glory for we are his glory. You can never do anything without the Holy Spirit because you have limited him. You can never do anything. It is is not the church that is sick but the people in the church that are sick if the church is for sick people. Won't they recover as long as they go to church? So Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good, that which is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. The healing the healing of the mind majority of people in the church have sickness of the mind the church is a place built by God to receive healing of the mind so what is the essence of going to church if people don't receive healing in their minds what is the essence people go to the hospitals to recover but in the church people are not recovered this recovery is the sickness of the mind sickness of the mind mental sickness is of the mind why do you go to church I ask you this question what is the essence of the church if people cannot receive mental healing the leaders themselves they have problems people go to church empty minded and instead of them to come out of the church full of wisdom they go empty and come back empty there is no difference between the person who go to church and the one who doesn't go to church the sickness is the sickness of the mind so act chapter 17 verse 11 says these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word of God with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. That the churches are sick, the churches are weak. Look at the messages pastors preach these days. Empty messages. No revelation, no refresher causes. There is no power of God in their messages, messages that do not tell you who you are and walk as such messages that tell you you are sick and not that you are cured. For for, for you to to, to cure physical sickness, you need to cure your mind first. Hallelujah. So Romans chapter 8 verse 5 to 6 says, For they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That the pastors cannot cure you from that mental sickness for they themselves are sick or somehow be careful the messages you listen to and swallow into your spirit for the messages are like food you take in listening to messages that will cause your spirit and body to grow well that will cause your pneuma and your summa to come together do away with messages of food that will malnourish your spirit. Good messages will show you how powerful and wonderful God has made you. Romans eleven thirty-four says, For who has known the mind of the Lord and who has been his counselor? The most poisonous food you eat is not the physical food you eat, but the wrong or weak messages you feed your spirit man with. For every word you hear is food for the spirit, and when you take in will reflect on your body first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 says habit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the princes of this world that come to naught the spirit in you searches for messages that he needs to grow and mature and be and become one with the holy spirit what you eat physically reflects on the body and the same way the messages you're listening to affect your spirit and body The proof of your spirit or the evidence of the Holy Spirit is the body. It is the body that proves that indeed the spirit is alive because the image of the spirit is the body. The body is the mirror of your spirit. So the Bible says in John chapter 8 verse 32 and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Therefore the proof of the spirit's existence is seen in the body. God says these things are difficult for people to understand. One's identity is of the spirit. Your identity is of the spirit. For the spirit of God will show you who you are. The mere man cannot think like this. He take the spirit of God. Ephesians 2 15 says, even when we were dead through our trespasses made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved. The goal of the Holy Spirit is that your spirit and body becomes one for him. Your body and one become one together with the Holy Spirit so your 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 spirit and body they must become one with the holy spirit for the spirit of god will always bring you messages that are necessary as you, you 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 connect your spirit and your body to him hallelujah messages that bring growth growth comes by the messages you feed your spirit with and the beauty of the messages will be seen on your body as well the most dangerous thing is when you are imbalanced and, and you, you 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 are pointing to other, other people that they are insane. Instead, Bible says in Ephesians 2, 16, and might reconcile them both in one body to, to, to God through the cross, having killed the hostility through it. Hallelujah. Most pastors or men of God are not in the right kind of kingdom mind because they don't know the move of the Spirit. Don't do good because you, you want to enjoy eternal life after death. It is wrong. Eternal life is here with us. Eternal life is speaking to us through, uh, through the Spirit. Because our spirit do not understand spiritual things, our bodies cannot reflect it. The question is, if you don't build up your spirit as a believer, why do you go to church? Spiritual growth is not determined by how long you pray. Proper communication is when you talk to God and He intends speaks back to you one on one. Hallelujah if you seek the holy spirit he will build you up and make you strong the babies will always be babies but the grown-up will seek things that are of his or her level and standard first peter 2 verse 2 says as newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word that with it you may grow babies cannot receive certain messages they will abuse it babies go for prophecy and warfare prayers babies cannot receive deep messages. Maturity is not about how long you have been born again or stayed in the church. Jesus at the age of twelve years saw the Pharisees and the scribes to be bereft of the Holy Spirit and that they were babies. First Corinthians chapter 3 1 to 2 says Brothers, I could speak to you as to spiritual, but as to fleshy, as to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk, not what meat, for you weren't yet ready indeed you aren't ready even now. God measures us by his spirit. It's a spiritual reality, not determined by the physical. It is only determined by God. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14 says, therefore he says, awake you who sleep and arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Blessings go to the blessed one. In the dealings of the spirit, blessings go to the blessed one. Hallelujah. If God can come to you and speak to you, it means you are blessed. If God can come to you with fresh revelations, updated updated revelations, progressive revelations, that it simply means that you are blessed. And that is what God expects from every one of us, that we have new revelations from the Spirit. Hallelujah. So what is the essence of training someone to become a secular in the church? It is your responsibility to allow the Holy Spirit to train you. The Holy Spirit is the agency of the spirit of man. He's at work in us now. So don't limit the Holy Spirit you have received from Christ Jesus. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Walk in this consciousness. Shalom.